Hello and welcome back to the Holistically Awakened Podcast. I'm your host, Laurence. And today we are talking about, we're actually going behind the scenes with a client that I had, a private client, and breaking down a little bit the struggle she had, where she ended up, so the results that she got, and what was the deeper work that we did together? Because I think a lot of the time it can be hard to understand like what is the inner healing work and what is beyond the surface level and the root cause healing. So today we're going to dive into that. So it makes more sense and it might help you to get an idea of what might be missing for you, as well as if you are at all interested in my coaching and my program, Femme Harmony, this can give you a little bit more of an idea of my approach. So Let's dive right into the episode. So when my client came to me, I first want to paint a picture of where she was at and where she ended up. So this client, we chatted a little bit about her concerns around her PCOS and her cycle and habits like binge eating and emotional eating and digestive issues. And she decided to see a naturopath, which is often a path that my clients take and I've taken before as well that can be really helpful and she ended up coming back because she had made some progress with her digestion but she was still struggling from a lot of the symptoms and she was interested in a different more holistic approach because she had still just been addressing like the food and the supplements, but not really beyond that. And so this is what I help my clients with. Like we go beyond the sort of physical stuff that a lot of people are just focusing on, whether it's food, supplements, workouts. And we go into the mental, the emotional, the energetic health. And so, of course, I still do um, create a strategy in place that looks at the physical things because there's a lot of things we want to, you know, support on a body level, which I'll talk about, but my approach goes much deeper than that. And so she was still feeling stuck. And so what was happening was she was still missing her period since, since she stopped birth control She was still dealing with the regular acne, which had started like 11 years prior. One of the big things for her was binge eating, which she could not figure out how to stop. And that had been going on for about nine years. And this feeling of anxiety around food, which can often happen as we go through our healing journey too. And we learn about all of the unhealthy foods. And then we do some testing and then we find out we're sensitive to 74 foods and most of them are like you know healthy and (laughs) this is what happened to me so I definitely understand and then we start getting into the fear-mongering and the diets for PCOS and vegan keto whatever and then we wonder like what the f can I eat because everything is triggering me and nothing is really working and so little tangent around what can happen when we get caught up in the 
trends and the diets and just the food aspect of it, because we can't stop there. It's not just about removing a food or even eating healthier foods. It's really looking at, well, are we processing the food? Are we actually assimilating it? Is our gut inflamed? Are we chronically stressed? All of these sorts of things. And then low self-esteem was also something that she was struggling with. She was working, she was living at home. She was in a relationship that wasn't really aligned anymore. And it just felt really disempowering. So within three months, she ended up clearing her skin, regulating her cycle. So she got her cycle back. She didn't feel the need to binge anymore. She was honoring her hunger signals. So when she was hungry, she ate. When she wasn't, it was not a problem. So she was feeling more at peace around food. She was feeling more energized without needing coffee. She could feel like the natural energy during her day. And she built the confidence in herself to actually leave, move out and leave a toxic relationship. And she actually attracted another relationship that was like the healthiest one she's been in so far in the exact same year. So how did she do it? I'm going to share some of the key things that we worked on and sort of categorize it by mindset, strategy, emotional, et cetera. So what we focused on first was we got a strategy in place. This is what I always start with when I have clients come work with me. We have a strategy based on your personal history, your symptoms, all that kind of thing. So I recommended a holistic plan for her that revolved around blood sugar balancing. So whether that was strategies, lifestyle, supplements, and food, because as I mentioned before, if your blood sugar is unstable, it's all over the place, your hormones will also be. So this was really, really important. And so this as well is a key part of overcoming binge eating, emotional eating too, is having regular meals that are blood sugar balancing, that are stabilizing, that are nourishing and satisfying, because that makes it a lot easier to not need to devour an entire bag of chips, for instance, at night, because your body is not in this like triggered reactive state of like almost starvation mode. Like it's like, I am not nourished enough. I need to binge. So there is a physical component to this too. Supporting the digestive organs, so making sure that we were supporting assimilation of foods, of digestion of foods, and bringing the stress off of her digestive organs, because certain diets and certain foods can put a lot of stress on our liver and our digestive system, and a lot of the time we're actually not secreting enough of our digestive juices and enzymes to actually digest things, so we're not getting the nutrients we need, we're also maybe bloating, because we're not actually breaking down the food. So this can result in fermentation. This can result in acid reflux and all these sorts of things. So it's really important that we actually support the digestive system. We worked on reducing inflammation, of course, big piece and cortisol, probably one of the biggest factors um, through again, supplemental support, lifestyle shifts and diet. And then we also looked at getting the brain and ovaries back into communication to promote ovulatory cycles. So what this means is basically when we're going through puberty, our endocrine system is 
getting into gear, like it's kickstarting. This is why our cycles can be a little bit all over the place until a certain age. And we're basically establishing that communication between the brain and the ovaries. What can happen though, is if we go on the pill at a pretty early age, and we're, as we're going through that, this is where we can disconnect that communication between the brain and the ovaries. And so if we're basically on the pill for a few years, we are not establishing that natural cycle, right? Because we are infusing these synthetic hormones into our bodies. So we're not really, we're not having a regular cycle, basically. And so what can happen is when we get off the pill, and oftentimes this is like five years, 10 years, even longer later, we never actually establish that connection. So this is where it's almost like we're back at that age and our brain is getting back into that connection, basically. It's trying to figure out like what is happening. So because we've been putting these synthetic hormones in our body for so long. And so this is where a lot, a lot of the time women can be missing their cycles for a while after stopping birth control. A lot of things can happen in terms of nutrient deficiency, um, gut dysbiosis, inflammation, blood sugar imbalances, the pill, blood sugar, sorry, not blood sugar, birth control can, hormonal birth control can affect the body in many ways. And this is where we want to reestablish that connection between the brain and the ovaries. So we can kickstart that regular cycle again, get things going. And so we did this with all of the, the things that I talked about. So blood sugar balancing, making sure that she's getting like the nutrition in her body, digestion, reducing cortisol, but then also with specific herbal support that uh, has been shown to help support that and support ovulation and the production of progesterone and all that kind of thing. So that was a plan, the plan in a nutshell, where we looked at specific herbs, supplements, lifestyle shifts, and foods that she could incorporate in order to support her in getting her cycle back, clearing her acne, um, making sure that she was feeling more nourished so she didn't feel the need to eat emotionally so that she could have more energy during the day and all that kind of thing. So that was the first step. Then we looked at upgrading her mindset. So we dismantled a lot of limiting beliefs about her body that she learned growing up through society, even at the doctor's office, like a lot of doom and gloom stuff, very disempowering um, thoughts and beliefs around like what she was capable of and and her body and a lot of like, there was a lot of fear. And so it was almost like this looking at her female body, her feminine body, all of this kind of thing as um, something to fear and not trust. And so there was this disconnect as well as lots of thoughts and beliefs around food, of course, and around eating, et cetera. And so we looked at that because the thing is, what's happening is when we have these conscious beliefs, whether it's 
about ourselves, what we're capable of, about her healing, about our body, about the world in general. These are living in our bodies because the subconscious mind is in the body. And if we don't bring awareness to them, then we are operating out of automation. And so they are running the show. So the first step is bringing that awareness. So we actually brought these to light. Then we actually started to question them. And we started to release the ones that were not serving her. And we, at the same time, created new self-agreements around food and her body that actually gave her the ability to relax around her food choices, to trust her body, and to feel more connected with herself. And so this is where I bring in the NLP, the hypnosis, the EFT, these sorts of modalities that work with the conscious and subconscious mind, because it's one thing to say like, oh, um, yeah, I definitely have the belief that I'm not good enough or my body is faulty or I can't have a period or whatever. We have all of these thoughts and beliefs and limitations about ourselves and what's possible. But it's another thing to actually believe that the opposite is possible for you or to believe that you can heal or whatever it is. And a lot of the time we have these beliefs because they are emotionally rooted. There is an energy that's attached to them and through repetition or a significant event, they became ingrained. And so this is where we work with the subconscious mind in order to release that. And so this can happen really, really quickly and can help you to see, it's almost like you clear this like fog in front of your glasses and you see the world differently and you feel differently about yourself. So this is where we start to look at, well, how are her thoughts feeding into the way that she was feeling about her body, even the, the behaviors and the habits and the symptoms that she was experiencing? Because at our core level of the subconscious, the deepest level is our identity and our beliefs and our values. And so these are going to trickle into how we show up in the world, of course, how we think, what we do, our habits, and of course, they will trickle into our results, our symptoms, et cetera. So this is where we upgraded her mindset. The third piece was releasing emotional trauma and processing emotions because there is an aspect of releasing trapped energy in the body, which can show up as like emotions like anger, shame, guilt, sadness. But then there's also a really important part of it is being able to be with your emotions. Because when we can't be with them, what do we do? We numb, we avoid, we disconnect, we disassociate, we turn on Netflix, we grab the bottle of wine, we eat the cookie, we binge eat. The emotional eat, uh, whatever it is. Like a lot of the time we turn to these habits that are not serving us and they're actually um, keeping us from being able to tap into our power because as soon as we have an emotion that's uncomfortable, we tap out. Like we can't, we can't be with the wholeness of who we are. And so of course, if we can't be with all parts of ourselves, then those parts are going to keep 
reaching out to get attention. So we basically have these different parts. And I did a video about this on Instagram where we have different parts of ourselves and they will show up at different times. And they can be even representations of different versions of ourselves and parts of ourselves that are not getting their needs met. So for instance, when it comes to the emotional eating and binge eating, this isn't happening because something's wrong with you. It's happening because you're not paying attention and there are deeper wounds, imbalances, emotions, thoughts, beliefs, versions of you that are trying to get your attention. And so the more that we avoid something, the more that it usually shows up and the more that it like the knocking gets louder. And so this is something that I fully understand because I've had my own binge eating, emotional eating, orthorexia phase. And the more that I ignored it or shamed myself or tried different strategies or restricted myself, the worse it got until I started to actually become aware of what was going on internally, the different thoughts that were happening. I started to become more present with myself and I was able actually to sit with emotions. That's when things started to shift because it's called emotional eating for a reason. It's being triggered by emotions that are asking to be felt and seen. And so here, what we did is we somatically released unprocessed shame, guilt, anger. These are very low vibrational emotions that women hold onto because they don't feel safe expressing them. And so she never knew how to express them or let go of them. Sometimes there's even this shame around anger a lot of the time because we don't think that it's appropriate. Um, you know, we were kind of conditioned into the good girl and we don't want to like displease anyone. We don't want to hurt anyone. So we keep all that internally. But this is still inside of us. It's energy that's inside of us. And it can eat away at our internal body, our cells, our tissues. And so this can also show up through habits, expressions, triggers, reactivity, symptoms, etc. And so here we held a space and I guided her through how to actually process and release that. At the same time, we reestablished safety within her body. So she knew how to be with her emotions and meet her needs. Where previously it was basically trying to meet them through emotional eating. So this is where we start to create more safety through somatic exercises, mindfulness, all of these sorts of things to actually feel safe to be in your body. Otherwise, we're going to be constantly in the mind, analyzing everything reaching for the phone, reaching for Netflix, reaching for the food, and then we can never actually be with ourselves. And then our symptoms will keep showing up because we are not meant to ignore what's going on internally. It's going to keep coming up until you look at it. And so this process, it can sound like, okay, I want to avoid this. Basically, we're trying to avoid it. But when you actually go through this process and do this work, it can be released very quickly. And that's not the point either, because it's not about getting rid of anything. It's about being with, but this work doesn't have to take so damn long and it doesn't have to be so uncomfortable either. It can actually be a really good process and it leaves us feeling like freer because we are not 
holding onto all of that internally anymore. It's not controlling us. We are now free of it. We're not being identified by it. We now have that distance. So that was the emotional piece. Then the third piece was we aligned her energy. So this is where we established a connection with her inner child. I talked a little, a little bit about this before, but like when we have these different parts of ourselves, most of the time they are child version of ourselves who did not get their needs met, who did not get the love that they needed, did not get the attention, they were not seen. And so they're still in there. Like we are basically adults walking around. We are basically children walking around in adult bodies. That's basically the gist of it. And so it will keep, these programs will keep running until we look at them and we create a new program. And so having that connection with our inner child was like a really, really important process. Bringing these neglected, unseen parts of herself back into wholeness was a really important process. And this allowed her to no longer have her like inner child running the show anymore because it was like look at me look at me look at me I need you to look at me we could then open up to her connecting with her higher self because she actually felt safe to think bigger to upgrade her standards in her life because her energy and her focus wasn't going towards fighting this internal conflict that was going on with their inner child, with different parts of herself. And so this really helped her to look at what areas of my life are not aligned. So for instance, living at home, the relationship, even job aspects, and obviously habits that um, she didn't want to, you know, partake in anymore. And so it was giving herself permission to claim what she actually wanted instead of what other people expected of her. So a lot of the time this can happen when, uh, for instance, you want to move out, but you feel like, oh, what are my parents going to say? Or so you stay because you think you need to stay for them, or you don't want to leave a job because, well, what is my boss going to say? Or what, I mean, I've been here for so long. What are people going to say about this? I mean, there's so many different um, examples of this, but a lot of the time we stay in things because of the fear of what are other people going to think? What are they going to say? What are they going to do? And so we keep things that are not aligned. And so it gets more and more uncomfortable the longer we do this. And this can even show up physically in the body. I know Jen Sincero talks about this in her book, uh, You Are a Badass, where it's almost like um, the universe will send you like a pebble to get your attention. And if you still don't do anything, they'll send you a rock across your path. You still don't do anything, send a bigger one. And then it will eventually send a boulder. And it's just like, Let's avoid the boulder, you know? And so this is where having a coach can really help you because a lot of the times, you know, the changes that you want to make, you might just not be clear on how to get there or you're letting fear and the programming and your ego call the shots. And so this is where that accountability piece and even the work that we did in terms of supporting her confidence and you know, trust muscle and building her intuition and, and even connecting to a higher power, higher self, whatever it is, really helped her to make moves that required some bravery. 
because it built her confidence in herself. It built her trust in herself. And she did have that support that was backing her because I think that's a really valuable part of coaching. It's the accountability piece and the support piece. Like you have somebody rooting for you and supporting you and helping you move through the obstacles and see the blind spots and get out of your own way because otherwise it's really easy to listen to the ego and the excuses and the limitations. Like they are very, very convincing, but that's when we get, we stay stuck in our limitations. So these were the three key areas I want to talk about are four strategy, looking at the physical body, mindset, emotional trauma, emotional processing, emotional regulation, and aligning her energy. So in my world, we combine the strategy piece with the energetics and the emotional regulation and subconscious rewiring, because it's usually not one thing that's going to create the change that you really desire, or it's not going to be the thing that's going to eliminate that symptom. It's a blend of taking strategic action that makes sense for you, but then also looking at what are the energetic pieces that are out of balance? What are the emotional imbalances? What are the subconscious contradictions and conflicts going on internally? Because essentially in my world, I believe that yes, there are physical imbalances because we live in quite a toxic world. We have kind of been brought up in a system that doesn't teach us how to be healthy. We've gotten away from our natural rhythms and nature and how we're meant to live. And so there is an, there is an additional support that needs to be put into place because the reality is we live in a more toxic world and our bodies weren't designed to actually deal with all of this. Plus the uh, technology and the electronics and the lights and all of these sorts of things. So there is a level of, there needs to be more support, but then there also is like an unlearning and a coming back to how are we actually meant to live? Because even now it's become confusing about how, well, how do we eat? Whereas before our ancestors, they were not confused, right? So there is that piece. Um, but then there is also what I believe is our bodies and our circumstances basically the symptoms that are in our body and our lives are always giving us feedback. They're like mirroring us. And the whole point is to bring us back to alignment with our most authentic self, like the version of ourselves who came onto this planet before all of the conditioning and the programming and the imprinting and all of that, and really living in alignment with that version of you. That is why we can't neglect the other aspects of health because there's always going to be a mental and emotional energetic aspect to health and symptoms. Always, always, always. But there's also going to be physical. So it's like, okay, we need to look at all of them. So that's what I do. I help you take the guesswork out of that. I help you to take that strategic action that makes sense for you. And I help you to embody the version of self who's actually living the reality that you want and come back to that like most authentic version of yourself.
So it's looking at your health from a holistic mind, body, energy approach. So you can stop piling on the band-aids, guessing and managing symptoms like a game of whack-a-mole. Like, I hope this is going to work, but we're actually healing at the root because the whole point of this is so that you can actually spend your energy on what matters most to you and actually enjoy living your life versus waking up, feeling mediocre, managing symptoms, trying to figure out how to get rid of this symptom. Like it's really not, we're not here for that. Like that's not why we're on this planet, right? And the other thing I want to end off with is we've normalized a lot of these symptoms, like needing two cups of coffee and being stressed out and overwhelmed and being knocked out by your period and having cravings and digestion issues and bloating. All of these things are so normalized now. And insomnia and the list goes on, but they're not normal. They're just common. They're not at all normal. And they're not something that you have to put up with. So what happens is a lot of clients come to me feeling like they've tried it all. They're eating well, they're taking the supplements. They've seen a ton of practitioners, but they're still not getting the results that they want. They're not feeling the way that they want. And they're over feeling insecure and exhausted and disempowered from being consumed by their symptoms and not getting any answers as well. It's almost like, well, just eat less, exercise more, or it looks like you're doing everything right, or there's not much I can do. And it's just very disempowering. And so we go so much farther than just the food or even the exercise and the supplements, because as I said, your symptoms aren't random. They're messengers from your body to pay attention. And so, as I talked about in this episode, my work with women combines Western and Eastern medicine practices. So I love to work with herbs and nutrition and even looking at different aspects of like Ayurveda and traditional Chinese medicine and all of that kind of thing, along with science-based nutritional support with the emotional root healing, the nervous system regulation. And it's not just about, oh, I help you in the one-on-one -on -one sessions because those are huge. Of course it's personalized and we go through a process, but you also have the tools inside of my programs, my courses, where you can use these on a daily basis. Like you will never not have them. They are, there's, they're yours for life. And so it's having those tools when you go through difficult periods, when you're triggered, when you go through stressful periods of your life, it's not just about, oh, I did it. I did one session with Laurence, even though there's a lot that we can do in one session, even though we don't just have one session, um, the tools and the knowledge that you gain too are for life. And then the subconscious rewiring, like we talked about for deeper healing and long lasting results, because when we're trying to fix an internal imbalance with an external strategy, it doesn't work because there are deeper imbalances going on that are trying to get your attention and they're likely yelling at you <laughs> at this point. And so what happens is when we look at the external symptoms, like for instance, acne, when I was dealing with cystic acne, tried all the diets, which is an internal thing and definitely makes a big difference. But I was also obsessed with the topicals and I was trying to find the quick fix for my acne and it just was not working. And I'm going to talk more about um, the changes that I made that helped me heal from chronic symptoms like acne in upcoming episodes. But the point is, once I stopped trying to find the quick fix, 
And I started to look at, okay, what's the deeper healing that I need to do? I need to heal my gut. I need to actually have a lifestyle that supports like blood sugar balancing and reduces inflammation. And I actually need to heal the emotional root causes and the subconscious root causes of these skin issues. That's when things actually start to change. And now I am symptom free. And sometimes symptoms come back up once in a while, but I know I'm like, oh yeah, I'm definitely not setting boundaries. I'm way overwhelmed. I'm really stressed out. I'm not eating as well. And so then it's literally just a little tweak that gets me back into balance. So it's time to listen to your body. So you can stop the quick fixing and address the physical, mental, and emotional blocks that are perpetuating the loop that you're in. And this is what we do inside Fem Harmony. If this is resonating with you, if you're curious, if this feels like the next right step, I'd love to invite you into this container that is all about healing your hormones at the root so you can feel like yourself again and get your life back. So pre-sale enrollment is open until February 1st. Then the pricing will go up. You can save $200 right now and you get access to basically everything. One-on-one calls with me. You get access to all of my courses. And this is a 12-week program. So we go through a lot together. And I'd love to invite you to apply. Again, if this resonates, all you have to do is click the link in the show notes. Apply through the form. And I will be in touch to chat more to make sure that this is a good fit for you and for me. So I will end it there. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you got something out of it. Don't hesitate to reach out. Let me know. If you have any questions don't hesitate either my email and my instagram are in the show notes otherwise i will talk to you next time on the podcast